Brony Geeks proudly presents Book of Boba Fett, Episode 1. The following audio may contain coarse language and other materials that may not be for younger audience. The opinions expressed in this audio are solely those of the speakers involved. These conversations may contain spoilers for current media such as games, comics, movies, television shows, and Grunner Geeks makes up claim my ownership of various media discussed, simply the opinions expressed. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, you know what to do with the Facebook group. Hit that join group button, answer the questions. Right now we got a picture up for John Madden. May he rest in peace. I'm sure you've seen us on the YouTube. If you've seen this video, hit that beautiful red subscribe button. Hit that like button. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think about our videos. We've got everything going forward. We've got the Hawkeye finale. We've got Spider-Man No Way Home, which will be coming out shortly. And we have Book of Boba Fett dropping right now. Follow that link tree to the audio-only content. And without further ado, because I am just absolutely happy as can be, Book of Boba Fett. Look who's joining me. I got Desert Goro, Wolf Harker. How we doing? Yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. You know, I'm fresh into the Star Wars. I don't know as much as y'all, so this y'all wheelhouse. So like that, and with you and Tony and stuff like that, y'all know this stuff. I don't. So, yo, let's get into it. I'll give y'all my straight opinion from the newcomer. Because there's, there's a lot of good stuff that was happening here. There's a lot of homage to the originals. There's a couple shots that were taken directly from comics. So I was like, I, I was tickled. I was having a fantastic time of it. Fennec Shand is absolutely that girl. You don't mess with her for any number of reasons. Uh, the Gamorrean Guards were as a nice tribute to um, everything that happened with Jabba. Like, I, I, was, I was absolutely thrilled. Uh, what are your thoughts as a newcomer diving into the galaxy far, far away? Well, uh, I did watch the, you know, the original Star Wars and stuff like that, but I have no idea of anything going on outside of that standard media and stuff like that that uh, most of the world is exposed to. So, of course, the nostalgia of, I remember seeing Boba Fett, you know, swallowed by the Sarlacc, right? The Sarlacc, yep. And stuff like that. So, yeah, definitely seeing them kind of pick up from where that left off and you kind of get the... Get the idea, okay, this is how this happened, this is how he survived, and stuff like that, it kind of goes from there. Like, I think it's great. It's, it's It just feels fun and stuff like that. So it's like, I feel like a kid again. Like, everything there is just, you know, right from where it left off. And now we're getting the, the little simple time jumps and stuff like that. Now and then and stuff like that. So it's easy to follow and stuff like that. So I'm good. I'm great. I'm happy. Because, I mean, they literally did shot for shot. The thing that they used to show that Boba survived was just the fist through the sand. That was all they showed. Nothing else, nothing more. It was just very, very simple to show that he's alive. They they never fully explained like how he got out of there, but literally incinerating the Sarlacc's guts to make it try and attempt to regurgitate him makes sense. I'm absolutely with it because, I mean, that is, it would be a way to get out of there even if it's dead. Things can still come out of your body like most people when they decompose. They have a lot of gas because all the air in the body, they got to come out. It's just, you know, how bodies work. And I'm assuming a Sarlacc only has one way in, one way out. So this makes perfect credible sense. And then uh, I was pretty happy with the Tusken Raiders. I kind of liked how the Mandalorian, they had the American Sign Language going on. I really, really appreciated that. So... Going back to the grunts and the groans and the noises, I was kind of like, eh, kind of torn on that. Did you prefer the American Sign Language version, or were you more um, okay with this, the grunting, groaning that we saw? I like the American Sign Language. I, I like the American Sign Language version, so that definitely felt 
um, it was easier on the ears, of course, and stuff like that. Um, which you know, it doesn't bother me too much, and stuff like that. But you know, with the sign language, I can make more sense of what's going on, what's heads and tails, versus a bunch of screeching. Is like, okay, what are you trying to say? So, and you know, we ain't got no subtitles, so. Yeah, I was hoping for at least something, some level of communication there. That would probably be my only qualm about the episode so far. It was a very good foundational episode. Because, I mean, even with Marvel's Hawkeye, American Sign Language is slowly working its way into the norm for what Disney's doing under its umbrella. Because it already had it covered in Mandalorian. Now you got it in the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Echo and everything that's going on there. I don't know why there was a deviation, but Robert Rodriguez, the director of this episode, I'm sure, had a reason for doing what he was doing maybe it was uh maybe only a specific tribe knows american sign language something like that very little is established about tuscan mm. raiders and their lore it's the past and stuff like that compared to what we saw in the current and stuff like that so evolution so correct me if i'm wrong if i'm skewing the timelines but we got the american sign language on the the futuristic you know, one you know mandalorian and stuff like that so it's like when he's meeting with them in the past, they may not have developed that yet. So, and with the way the show ended, it's right that there could be some but teaching moment, or something like going on. Showing them like, hey, this is how you can communicate, be more effective. Like this would help you guys with your trade deals or whatever business that you do or when you just really, really need something. Because Tuscan Raiders, although they're known for pillaging, plundering, slaughter, the whole typical quote-unquote indigenous peoples of the wasteland that's kind of what they do to survive. That's just, we see something, we take something. I mean, they literally saw, you know, Boba barely alive and like, all right, got this guy back to base. And they just kept carrying on with whatever it was they were doing. Um, what did you think of the guy who snitched on Boba? Did you have any thoughts pertaining Yo, to like that? The heck with that guy, okay? I, I ain't like him. That's like that because so like I know that you in a difficult situation. That's like that trying to figure stuff out. If he want to go off on his own and get free and do it, let him go. That's like that. Why you got a rat on him? Ain't none of that's necessary. That's like that. You can sit there and just stay tied to your post and call it a day. But no, he wanted to squeal like a little punk. That's like that. So when he got stomped out, I was not. You know, I was cool. I, I didn't have no problems with that. Like, ah, this sucks that it happened, but, like, I get it. It's like, you know, snitches get stomped on by random monster number three, which was, like, a gorilla centipede rock monster. Like, I don't even know what to call it. Uh, It had four arms, but it moved kind of like a way a monkey would with the first four limbs of its body hunched over, but the other two were still up. So it was like, what are you even making this thing? This is like Mortal Kombat monster, man. Exactly. That's why I said Goro was in. I mean, the, I thought it was like lizard talon type thing. I thought it was like a huge Komodo dragon looking thing. Then it did the gorilla like run. So I would say it took a few influences and kind of hybrid something together and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I liked it. It was definitely uh, something to deal with. So, yeah, I feel like it was something from The Witcher just jumped right into this universe and you're like, oh, okay, like, I guess this is what it is because, like, there's still a lot about the Star Wars universe there is to expand. So I don't understand why people have always been like, oh yeah, it has to be within certain timelines for it to be a good show. That just has to be well-written, man. There's so much stuff to this, as long as well-written, people accept it. Because, I mean, even with Marvel, 
they've done some new stuff that is completely outside of their usual spectrum, outside their wheelhouse. They've changed and retconned a lot of things. But you as a Marvel fan still like what they are putting on the screen for you, correct? Yeah, like I, I like to see some different. Like I don't want to read shot for shot what I read in the comments and stuff like that. Now, if you give me a little fan service towards it, I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, hey, that's a call out right there. Cool. But show me something new. Show me something different. So that this is a whole new way of telling the story. So let's tell the story and stuff like that and have fun with it. Because you got to remember, this is a this is a universe, just like with Marvel, is a multiverse. So that like you can, you know, make up all types of creatures and characters and stuff like that and insert them in wherever you want. Because, you know, un unless it's directly impacting the, the main timeline of what's going on, you know, no, everywhere above and below, you can do whatever. Like, this is Luke and Leia and doing whatever they're doing. Everything else is going on around here. Have fun with it. Be free. So why not? Why, why are you going to complain about something that's really just somebody being creative and having a good time trying to show you something there? Yeah, because that's the one thing that I will universally agree upon. Star Wars fans, we are particular to a fault. We don't know what we want, but we know when we want it. We don't know how to explain what it is we want, but we still want it nevertheless. It's like the dilemma with your girl. Hey, I'm hungry. How about here? Nah. How about here? Nah. As opposed to you just being clever and being like, hey, honey, guess where I'm going to take you? She spits out the answer immediately the first time. You're good. You're, you know exactly where it's going to go. Maybe a little bit pricier that way, everybody. But at the same time, a job well done is a job well done. They don't ask how. They ask how many. So that's... That's all that really matters with that. Um, with everything that was going on at the end there, I, I was kind of miffed at that kid. I feel like he stole a lot of the credit there. Because I was like, oh, he's telling everybody what Boba just did. And then everyone was like, starts patting the kid on the back. They're like, excuse me. He did not, you did not do anything. Yeah. You got slapped halfway across the desert. But the, the, the elder knew what was up. And that's why he was like, you know, here's the, the water. little bit of a peace offering type thing. So it was like, all right, you cool. You took care of my my little one here. And I know that it was you that probably handled that. So, you know, and the, the kid played his part. It's about that freaking, but you know, he, he knows what's up. So, you know, let the, let the kid have his moment, whatever, like I'll deal with it, you know. Yeah, Same be thing like I do me coming time. over to your place. I do this, like I'm doing this, playing video games with your kid. Your kid wasn't able to get past a certain level for like forever. All of a sudden, He's like, hey, try this. I beat the mission for him. And he's like, hey, Dad, guess what I just did? And he's just like, that's cool, son. You did a great job. Meanwhile, you look at me like... Yeah, I already know. It's like, I appreciate it. But at the same time, like, it's a gaming household. My son's going to represent. Hey, he's going to do some work. So like that. Don't worry, that's why I deleted save file. Make him start over. <laughs> like, no, no, no. You're going to earn this. This is, this, is a, this is a marine household. This, nothing is freely given. Everything's got to be earned. Yes. Um, what are you looking forward to most in the next episode? I don't think I can really um, sponge on much else. Uh, I think that as far as the past, I just want to see how he integrates with them and stuff like that and kind of makes his way going forward. So it'll be interesting to see how they treat him kind of going forward and stuff like that. And as far as the, the present and stuff like that, uh, I'm curious to know, and again, I don't know how much, like, what's really going on. I know he's got, like, he's a, there's the whole clone thing and a few other things that are factors and stuff like that, but he's got to go back into the healing tank and stuff the like that. So, tank. Yeah, so I'm trying to find out what's going on with that because I don't really know the, the deal with that. 
I don't really understand fully what medical issues he's going through. I'm assuming it has something to do with prolonged exposure to the sun, probably some level of sickness. I mean, I can't imagine everything he went through in the desert was good for him, and then I'm sure things went sideways from time to time on his missions or his quests out in the uh, wilderness or in the galaxy far, far away. He's taking some bumps, taking some bruises. I'm sure there's probably something to do with that cloning process, that being he was the first clone who was genetically not altered. He grew up regularly like everybody else, as opposed to the clones where they were rapidly forced to grow up so they could meet their quota and go do their mission as just cannon fodder for the galaxy far, far away, where the clones were fighting the Separatists who were literally being led by the same person at the same time, playing a game of chess with himself. It was like Magneto was just like on one side and Magneto was on the other side. Just go, let's just go back and forth, man. Just back and forth with that. Um, I really want to see who's trying to betray Boba so early. The the conversation with the mayor, I felt, was very... Well, not the mayor, the mayor's oh, yeah. aide. Mayor's aide. Was interesting. Slimy bugger. Because he's like, he literally went out of his way to be like, yeah, I'm not paying tribute to you, you pay me. But also, like, all right, well, I guess he gave me my life, but you'll be hearing from me. Don't worry about it. And then everything went what felt fine at the business establishment, only to have all those uh, guards show up with all the shields and some pretty cool fight sequences there. It showed that Boba and Fennec, while they are generally amazing warriors, can still be outnumbered and overpowered in the correct situation. So it was a relatable character, but nothing too crazy outside the normal reality uh yeah it, i think it was a very good foundational start i'm very excited to get back into the galaxy far far away next week and see what else we have to offer from this universe because as long as favreau and filoni are on this project i'm thrilled that robert rodriguez has led a lot of very good episodes directing and so i'm learning more about him and appreciating the work that he is putting forth on screen it's relatable, and it's a very well-paced television episodes. Um, anything else for me today, Mr. Parker? No, I'm, I'm good. I just uh, definitely want to see uh, where they go from here and uh, if the episodes are going to... I mean, this is one of the shorter episodes, so usually, you know, the Mandalorian stuff is running a little bit longer, so I want to see if they're going to kind of give us a little bit more kind of going into next week, or they're going to keep them around this 30-40 minute mark, so we'll see. Yeah, because it's supposed to be going on until February, and then Obi-Wan will be picking up right afterwards, which I cannot say how hyped I am about that, but we'll see how things go for Episode 1, Disney's Book of Boba Fett. I've been Brent, this running host, and gushing about all things in a galaxy far, far away. Will, thank you for your time. I know it's late. I know you got a lot of things going on. Appreciate you. I'm sure the grown a geeks appreciate you. And without any further ado... Thank you for listening to Grown A Geeks on your preferred streaming service. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and YouTube, both under Grown A Geeks.